You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Grind Season. Hello, my name is Anthony Sane. Welcome you guys to another edition of Grind Season here with my co-host Jason Smith from the Jason and John Show on 92.9 a, uh, Odyssey Station. Uh, you guys who listen to us on an Odyssey original grind season. We talk about the Memphis Grizzlies here twice a week. However you're listening to us, make sure you're subscribing. Read to be through the Odyssey app, the free Odyssey app. Let me get that right. Um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, however you're listening to us, keep doing it and subscribe, share it, put it on your social media. We love the uh, uh, interactions you guys are having with us on our social pages. We're trying to put a uh, some um, a podcast page together on twitter and facebook that'll be coming very soon make sure you guys follow us on that uh on on your social media platforms as well jason smith what's going on with you brother not much brother super excited about uh that it just feels like the grizzlies can't lose right now no matter who's right, playing yeah. playing everything is uh everything is good with the grizzlies what is it six in a row now six two, in a row man two since we last talked yeah for sure i don't know if you uh if you guys are listening outside of the memphis market you may not know who George Lapidus is, but I know that Jason Smith knows who George Lapidus is, the late, great George Lapidus. Legend. Uh, whenever the St. Louis uh, Cardinals, as we really started with, I believe, but whenever his team that he, would, he was covering, he was talking about, whenever they're going a nice streak, he'd say, he'd, he'd lean over to his, his co host and say, Jason, I don't think the Cardinals were ever going to lose again. <laughs> kind of got that feeling. Yeah, I I, I kind of got that vibe, man. Like the Grizzlies may not may never lose a game uh, ever again, including the NBA championship, which would be it sounds like something historic. How many have they lost already? Nine. Yeah, I think it's what eighteen and nine. So yeah, no more so losses. Be, sure. Yeah, no more losses. Yeah, that'll be a little history. Man, that just sounds so crazy. If you think about this, what their Warriors team did? They didn't. They lost. Like it's like if the Grizzlies like didn't lose again for the rest mm-hmm. of the season. No absurd. But yeah, but um. We'll talk about, you know, what we've seen in the last few games with the Grizzlies. Um, like we said, they've won six straight games, two since that we last played. Uh, we're going to talk about that Trey Young dodging John Morant and then John Morant dodging the whole damn game. Uh, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, we got, we'll got we talk about the games that are to come. Zaire Williams will catch up, see how he's been playing so far. Tyus Jones is coming on. We're going to talk about that uh, as well as Kennedy Chandler, who's Really been looking good in the last few games when he's been given that opportunity to play. Uh, we're going to take spend a lot of the time today talking about Jaron Jackson Jr. He's been on a monster tear the last few games, putting up some historical numbers. And I think it started talking about. I think it started started. I think the time has started to start talking about Jaron Jackson Jr. as far as All Star game considerations. Mm-hmm. We're going to spend a lot of the second segment talking about that today, um, and also we will wrap up the show with what you guys. Kind of know us for. We're going to ask who brought the season this week. We asked the people on Twitter, and they the people on Twitter have spoken. We'll talk about what they said, and we'll share our two guys uh, to, today as far as who brought the season. 
Um, but like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, we will talk about the last two games that we played um, since the last time we spoke, and that was wins against uh, the Detroit Pistons and also the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I went to Twitter last week uh, before the game. I want to say it might have been Sunday, Saturday, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I asked people, is Trey Young the most hated Grizzlies opponent? And I got a lot of people like saying, why the hell do you hate Trey Young? I got a lot of that. After, after I explained thoroughly why I hated Trey Young, um, I felt kind of bad, man. I, I, I heard people saying things like, Trey Young has nothing to do with us. We don't play him enough. Why do you hate him? How do you hate him? I don't know. I guess I just have a different. I guess I just have a different viewpoint of Trey Young than other people. But I did feel good to see that Atlanta team lose, to see them, uh, see that that whole thing kind of fall apart. That Griffin kid is the real deal, though. I think he's going to be good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, good win by the Grizzlies against Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta was super shorthanded as well. We were also, so you know, nobody nobody feels sorry for Atlanta. Picked up that win, uh, beat up on Detroit pretty bad. And they're just looking good. Uh, like you said, man, six straight wins. You got Milwaukee coming up next. How do you feel, you know, just this stretch? You know, you got some tough games coming up before the holidays, but how do you feel about going into this this stretch by you know, going into the of course the uh the biggest deal so far on the on the calendar, the game against Golden State Warriors uh on Christmas Day? Uh, I feel good saying and it's it really starts on the defensive end more than anything else. And and I know we'll get to Jaron in terms of the level he's playing at and whether this could be, you know, a first all star appearance for him later in the show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he, he's been the anchor of since his return last month. This team hadn't just, you know, it's it's not a deal where you've climbed up the rank. This team's catapulted up. They're, they're six now. Mm-hmm. Seems like every mm-hmm. time we come on. You know, they picked up four, five, ten spots mm-hmm. in the defensive rankings. You're number six. Remember, that's where you finished last year. As the right. sixth best defensive team in the NBA, that's where you're at right now, and it feels like they're going to go up. That Atlanta game you mentioned, yeah, they're shorthanded, but you hold them 36% shooting with three of your starters out. Mm-hmm. So, so, again, it's it's what they're doing defensively. Jaron, obviously, big part of that with the eight blocks. It just saying he is changing so much in terms of what teams are trying to do offensively. You add that to Dylan Brooks and what he can do, you know, on the perimeter from a defensive standpoint. Memphis is a juggernaut right now defensively. It's 103 they allowed uh, in, in both of those wins since we since we last talked. You know, early this season when they were dead last in defense, you they were giving up over 120 a game. So they, they've right. settled into being saying what feels like an elite defensive team. And I'll be honest with you, man, you got to because you look over. And New Orleans is third in the NBA in defense. I think they're fifth in offense. But if you're going to match them and keep pace and, you know, really keep this number one seed uh, a, a realistic goal, uh, you're going to have to keep playing defense the way you are, man, because uh, because New Orleans is getting it done on both ends. And obviously it won't just be them that you're concerned about. But saying it's hard not to be uh, excited. Mine, again, starts with everything Jaron is doing and what that team's doing defensively. Uh, right. I, I think they continue to go up. I think by the time they're done, we're looking at a top three team defensively uh, in the league, man. Yeah, man, for sure. And something else I joked about a few weeks ago was the whole thing with, um, like, the whole, like, are we better without Ja or just how good this team is without John Moran, those type of things. I was like, I don't know what it is. I don't want to, I can't put a finger on what it is, but they're just not that same team. And I think it comes down to guys like Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones had an incredible game uh, last night against Atlanta, looking like his own self. The floater was falling. The the 
the uh, the dimes were, were landing, the, the turnovers were low. You know, what I mean, he was knocking down threes. He was looking like you know the Tyus Jones that we saw last year and the Tyus Jones that we felt the need to give that two year deal to. You know, what I mean, so uh, shout out to Tyus Jones, man. Uh, he started out the season very slow, but these last few games, it seems like he's kind of rounding back into form. And I think it's in perfect timing, man, uh, to see him, you know, coming back around for sure. Grizz had a stat after last, after the uh, the win over Atlanta. You mentioned the 22 and 11 he had in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at, in five starts this season, it's tw- it's 21 points per game and 8.4 assists. So so when and again, even even when he's yeah. been off, coming off the bench, he did that in the Detroit game. You got an efficient 10, seven assists, six rebounds. Mm-hmm. So so again, y- y'all are you're right, and we talked about this last show. Slow start for Ties, but that's in the rearview mirror at this mm-hmm. point for what he's giving you now, both as a bench guy, but also as a starter mm-hmm. when Jaws been down. He's been he's been worth every penny. And saying here's the deal: at the same time, right, that you're that, that you're seeing Tyus now, you know, becoming an integral part again. Mm-hmm. You know, Kenny Chandler gets out there, gets a few yeah. minutes, right, and, <laughs> and and shows you. He's got the athleticism. We knew that about him going. He's got the NBA athleticism. But but what I see saying is it feels like, and I know it's early, but in two years, you'll be ready to move on yeah, from, from Tyus. Yep. And you'll be ready to hand over those backup point guard duties to, to Kennedy Chandler. And especially having gotten him an early taste like you've yep. been able to, to you've been able to do. I, I thought he's saying for the time that he's gotten, I thought he's shown very well. Yep. I mean, Kenny Chandler, like you said last night, um, almost messed around and got a triple double. Dang uh, near. 8.6 rebounds, seven assists. He played uh, 26. No, I'm sorry. That's not correct at all. He played uh, 22 minutes. You figure if he would play more minutes, man, he might have had his first career triple double. You know what I mean? A, a rookie. Uh, like you said, he's highly athletic. Uh, I made a joke yesterday on Twitter that, um, that he he looks like if you if you got a little bit of job, a little bit of tires and put them together, you know, you get this, you would get Kennedy Chandler. And um, like I said, he's he's really been turning it on, man. Like, and the fact that the Grizzlies can get these rookies, these young guys, yeah, he was just throw them into the fire. Yeah, and throw them into the fire. He hasn't played much in, in in the G League. The fact you can get a guy like that who's who's producing the way he is, um, you know, kudos to kudos to to Kennedy, of course. Kudos to the developmental staff uh, with the with the Grizzlies as well. Like you said, it was just a great effort by. Your point guards with John Morant, one of the better point guards in the league, unavailable yesterday. Um, do you think there's anything to that hamstring thing, or was that kind of like, you know, it's a, it was enough to justify sitting him to rest him? But do you think there's something ongoing, or or what do you? Do you how do you? It, it's so hard you, to tell with with mm-hmm. with the Grizzlies what's serious and what's not. You remember with 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 Bain, you know that they were dancing after that Minnesota win. Ends up he's got turf toe, right? Right out. Then you think he's close to coming back, find out it's going to be three to four more. You know, you, you just never mm-hmm. know is my point with the Grizzlies. I, I, right now, saying I'm chalking it up to, you know, just looking at Jaws' body language, that just I don't I don't get the sense that he's overly concerned about it. I just – I expect to see a, a fresh, a relatively fresh Jaws yeah. against Milwaukee. Yeah, two games it, off, yeah. If he's not saying, then, then, then we need to revisit this, your question. That's yeah. a, if, if he's not out there against Milwaukee, because that's yeah. one again, NBA TV. Uh, uh, what are we talking about? Second best team in the East. You figure Jaws going to want to be there, make a statement uh, uh, in a game like that. So I expect him to be there and healthy, hopefully. Uh, the rest of the games this particular week, 
Oh, uh, you, you'll hear from us again before the week is over. But the games this particular week are, of course, the Milwaukee Bucks on Thursday and uh, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder on Saturday. It seems like we played the Thunder. Done it. Uh, it's just like we're, it's just about three three times in. Yeah, this will be the, the month, third, third time, time and, and they've shut down Shea mm-hmm. Gildas for the most part in both of them, ten or thirty-two right. in the mm-hmm. two games. Uh, so I, I, if you can get if you can mess around and get that Milwaukee game, a team that we played very well over the years, we we've played the Bucks very well over the years. I don't know what the matchup problem is uh, with them when it comes to us, but we've we've had some good games against Milwaukee. Remember that was a game that Jaron had like nine, eight or nine threes, mm-hmm. and it, it took Giannis just going crazy in the fourth quarter to put us away. But uh, I remember that game, you know, Jaws rookie year. Um, if, if you can, if you can mess around and beat beat the Bucks, and then you assume you can go to Oklahoma City and get that win, you'll be looking at eight straight wins before you get, a, you know, a nice little, pretty difficult uh, run the next week with Denver, Phoenix, the Warriors, and then uh, Phoenix again. Um, then of course you get uh, you get Toronto, and then of course the big game against the Pelicans. Uh, on New Year's Eve, um, just starting with the Bucks, the Bucks, a, a team that was NBA champions a couple of years ago. Um, Giannis is always a monster to deal with, a matchup problem for everyone. But like I said, we've we've matched up well against Milwaukee, man, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Giannis, the Giannis versus Jaron matchup uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I think this would be a really good game for Jaron to cut his teeth against one of the better players in the league. Uh, then you got. Um, Guys like Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, just you know the just those perfect guys that are just winners who who, who you know can come to a team and uh, you surround them around a guy like Giannis and it makes that championship level team. Just a lot of uh, just you know nice themes for the game. Uh, Coach Jenkins, of course, was on that staff. Yep. You've got uh, what's the kid's name that we drafted? Uh, treadmill mentality. Uh, can't think of his name. The, the point guard for um, for the Bucks that came through here. His mom, C.J. Johnson. You're not talking about. Uh, you're not talking about Grayson. You said the point guard. Yeah, that we drafted before Grayson. I forgot. Grayson. Oh, 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 uh, Carter. Yeah, yeah, Javon Carter. You got Javon, him, West, West Virginia. Yeah. yeah, you got him there. It's a lot of nice little things in that game. But uh, I'm gonna step out and say this, man. Like a lot of people might be worried about that game. I think we can beat the Bucks, man. Like I said, we last time we played the Bucks, we ran them, and they. I think everybody was out there except for. Uh, Except for Middleton, if I'm not mistaken, and like or, or Holiday, it was only like one guy that one of their big three wasn't playing. But we ran those guys last year, man. And I, I think I, they're. I mean, I, I, what what's Middleton's status for this one? Is he? Mm, I haven't looked into it. I haven't okay. looked into it. Um, Bucks are number one in the league in in defense. Mm-hmm. But to your point about them not being uh, just some unbeatable juggernaut, I think they're 18th, 19th in offense. So there's still some things, especially as they've been trying to. You know, with with Middleton in and out, um, there's some things defensively that, that I, you know I think Memphis can control with this with this Bucks team. This remember too that the Grizzlies are what 12 and two at home, mm-hmm. trying to finish off this season long five game homestand with this win over the Bucks. Me- Memphis, for whatever reason, ten and three against the East this year. I think it's it's eight and six against Western Conference opponents. So for whatever mm-hmm. reason, again. Um, they've had a lot of success against the East and uh, this season, and and again, a ton of success, tied for the most home wins in the league at twelve and two. So you put those two things together, hopefully a healthy jaw. I mean, I, I don't think you're looking at a deal where the Bucks are going to run off on Memphis on their home floor. 
they're at the least uh, the Grizzlies are going to be in this game, and like you like you say, hopefully with a with a chance to win. I just with with the way Jaron's playing so well defensively right now, I think you got a chance you can you know blitz these guys mm-hmm. and. You know, hit them in the mouth first, and 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 yeah, go make man. A statement. Especially like you said at home, mm-hmm. no question. And and a lot of what you know, let, let's be real. A lot of what you beat at what you beat at home of late. You know, OKC, Detroit is slaw. Um, do it against one of the best teams in the NBA, and and again, it's an opportunity to make a statement before you go on a a very important road trip that you that you mentioned is going to include some big ones at Phoenix and well, Golden State. And um, we talked last week, and you threw out to me, is there anything that, I, that I'm concerned about? Actually, we talked about this on the Jason and John show uh, that you can hear Monday through Fridays, 11 to uh, 2 p.m., 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on 92.9 ESPN. Uh, last Friday when I was on the show with you guys, um, you asked, is there anything about, I'm concerned about? And I just, well, okay, I guess I'm concerned. I guess I could be concerned about uh, Kenny Lofton or whatever. But there's something now that I'm kind of, concerned about still mildly concerned no no major deal but there is something that i'm just kind of in the back of my head that i'm kind of concerned about now this isn't a how they're how they're managing something but it's just something on the court that i'm a little worried about and that's zaire williams uh, i want to say he's played at least three games since he's came back um just hasn't looked comfortable man like i don't know if it's he he almost looks like he's starting all over again. He yeah, he, he some of the bad habits he had as a rookie, it seems like he's kind of still there with those things. Um I want to say it may be a, a mix of just getting in the game shape, you know. And I think Jaron might have spoiled us because Jaron came back ready. You know, Dylan had a bad game, then he came back ready. Yep. And you know, so I think we're we're kind of expecting to see Zaire be kind of plug and play, but we haven't seen that so far. Um Still got the athleticism, still got the effort on defense, but it just seems like maybe a, co- a combination of lack of confidence, maybe not you know being 100% with that knee or still getting in, into uh, game shape, but he's just not – it just ain't clicking with him so far. He He's really looked pretty bad to me uh, since he's came back. But like I said, it's a minor level of concern, but if, if I was to you know kind of point fingers at anything, I'd say I'm, I am a little concerned with how Zaire's looked so far. I, I just know he's struggling with that shot. He hadn't hit a three yet. I'm looking at it. He's 0 of 10 from three. He's 4 of 19 overall. And when that shot's not dropping, it's easy for, especially for young players, you know, to get discouraged, to 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 kind of get out of, of what they do normally, trying to press, right, trying to get some of those shots to drop. So my hope, saying I, I, I'm with you, I'd hope that it, it would come around a little quicker. I think his first game, he's had six rebounds, and it's gone down since, whereas you hope he was sort of ramping it up. Um, I, I'm just hoping that, you know, the shots are going to start to eventually start to fall. I, I I keep going back to what we saw in summer league, and for the most part, I know he didn't shoot the ball overly well, but for the most part, we said, okay, here's a guy that we said can make a jump. You know, is it going to be Desmond Bainish? Maybe not, but we saw the signs there, and the Grizzlies certainly – you know, empowered him to do that. Um, I, I, I'm probably with you that maybe I'm a little hesitant to go. Hey, yeah, he can still make that jump this season. But I, I'm a mm. let me let let's wait and see if a couple of the shots drop, get his confidence up. Uh, nobody knows better how to get folks involved than John ja Morant, who knows the kid's struggling. Probably will look to get him more involved mm-hmm. and 
again, let, let's let's give him a few more games. I think you made the best point. Not everybody's going to be Jaron coming back as ready to play as Jaron was. This one's going to take some more time, and you've certainly, you know, Zaire's got so so fewer games played. Just going to give a look. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk it up to giving him more time uh, uh, to get to get comfortable yeah. and get ready. Yeah, we talked about how uh, Jaron really shocked me when it came down to how ready he was. No doubt. You know, from from the bat. He came out that 0 of 7 game from 3, and I was about to lose my mind. Like, man, I can't deal with another year of same old Jaren. And the very next game, Jaren exploded, and he's been exploding ever since then. Um, averaging around 3.6 shot blocks per game. Um, averaging around, I think, 18, 19 points per game. Finding different ways to score, finding easier ways to score, which is something we've been asking for from Jaren, something I've been asking for from Jaren. Just get him more involved in the flow of the game. And, and, and you can't be at the point where Jaron's game is, well, he's making threes, he had a good game. He's missing threes, he had a bad game. Exactly. And he's found, he's found different ways to score, which has been extremely exciting. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I think it's time from where we are now, 11 games into his season this year. I think it's time to start talking to All-Star with Jaron Jackson Jr. And seeing something here in the city of Memphis that we've never seen before, and that is multiple All-Stars on one uh, All-Star team. We've had uh, Pau Gasol has been an All-Star here before. Uh, Marcus Hall has been a multiple-time All-Star. Zach Randolph has been a multiple-time All-Star. We've never had that happened at the same time where you've had two guys uh, from this team, from this organization that all stars at the same time. If I am, if I'm mistaken, let me know, but I don't, I don't think that's ever happened. Um, and I think this is the year, man, like just looking at it, just, I, I made a list. I shot it to you. You shared what you shared your thoughts with it. I shared it to some of my friends. I'll put it up on Twitter tomorrow after the show goes up. But I think this is the year, man, that Jaron Jackson Jr., Makes an all-star campaign. You're looking at a guy who's going to be playing for one of the, by one of the top teams in the league by the, by the time voting starts. He's averaging around 18, 19 points a game. Block numbers are ridiculous. He's 10th in the NBA in blocks in 11. He's only played 11 games, and he's already jumped up to 10th in the league in blocks. You know what I mean? He's, he's blocking the ball at a, at a phenomenal pace since he's came in. You can say small sample size about two or three games, but this dude's played almost a dozen games and he's beating stuff left and right, man. You know what I mean? So I, there's nothing in me that makes me think that he can't, you know, continue to go on this tear and, you know, find himself, you know, Brooke Lopez is way out in front of everybody else. But I would not be surprised if Jaron cuts into that that, that deficit for sure. But uh, as far as that all-star goes, do you, are you feeling it? You buying it? You selling it? How you feeling about Jaron Jackson Jr.? NBA All Star this year. Uh, I'm not there with you yet. Uh, I and and I just the the what concerns me most of the guys that missed last year. I think you might probably already have these guys on your list just in terms of Zion, uh, the 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 uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard's. Um, you know, I know Carl Anthony Towns makes it last year. He seems like he's going to miss a significant enough portion of the first half to be out. 
Mm-hmm. Is there is there a spot? Is there a spot there? Um, you know that you figure Davis is going to be on there. You know Jokic is going to be on there. I wh- where I'm at right now, saying is I think he is positioning himself for a a real run at Defensive Player of the Year. I do think Jaron Jackson eventually is going to be an All Star because they're going to have to give the Grizzlies, if for nothing else, they're going to have to give the Grizzlies multiple All Stars based on their position positioning in the, in, the, in the standings the last mm-hmm. couple of years and where we think they'll be over the right. next few years. I, I do. I think I think they'll both be there. Hell, maybe eventually the Grizzlies have got three there with Desmond right. Bain as well. I just don't. I just don't know that this year will be the year. Offensively, we are seeing a shift with him to where, to your point, he does it. It doesn't have to hinge on the three point, but the, but there's still got to be more. I still need more from him offensively than what I'm getting now. Frankly, the Grizzlies are part of that. They got to make sure he's getting double digit shots every night. Games where Jaron Jackson's getting nine shots a game, that's not enough for him because you're trying again. He's coming into his own as a grown man. Seems like he's trying to dunk everything right now. I want as many mm-hmm. opportunities for him as possible. I just don't – I feel like we're a, we're a year too early on All-Star, but that we're right on time with Defensive Player of the Year. That That's where I'm yeah. at right now. Yeah. Hell, if, saying if he gets up to 22, 23, 24 points per game rather than, the you know, 18, 19 that we're at right now, mm-hmm. then, then I think we're, we're having a different discussion. But I, I think we might be – uh, a, a year early or so on all-star but dead on i mean he's leading the league you said it blocks per game like he's right there again you do that for two straight seasons i gotta imagine on one of them man they're gonna they're gonna reward you yeah he's uh he's on pace to he he leads as far as blocks per game but he just hasn't mm-hmm. played enough games for them to count his numbers but uh yeah man he's he's on an incredible pace i'm gonna I'm throw out some uh I made a little list, Jason Smith, of okay. how I think the All-Star game will go and why I believe that Jaren will be there. Uh, guys, I have guys that I that I think are stone-cold locks to be in the West, and I'll give you those guys. I think your backcourt guys are John Morant, Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, Devin Booker. Those guys are 1 million percent. Going to be all, they were all all stars last season. Whether, yep. whether they're whether they're starters or reserves, those four guys are going to be in the uh, all star game. Mm-hmm. We're, we're talking backcourt guys. Um, I think I think Shaq Gilgis Alexander is going to be there. It's time. Uh, he's second in the league in scoring. He scores over thirty a game. Yeah, 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 he's, the Grizzlies. Right, he's keeping that team afloat. He's keeping that team in the run. I think the SGA gets in. Yep. Um, I think that either. De'Aaron Fox or Damian Lillard get in. Um, Dame just hit 11 threes the other night. Yeah, Dame is dropping 30. He's he's scored almost 30 a game as well. And I think it's because of his, you know, he, he hasn't played enough games for his, his points to count as far as points per game. But Dame has been going crazy. I, and I the Portland team is overachieving. Saying I'm with you on that, I think he I'd give him the nod over De'Aaron. De'Aaron's still behind Steph, Ja, Luka. Yeah. You know, yeah. How, many, how many point guard types can you have? Yeah, Fox Fox might be the dude who you who never makes an all-star team. He might be guys, yeah, because of the guys that are in front of him. Um, but yeah, I've got like I said, John Luca Curry, Booker, SGA, Fox Ordain. That's your that's your six guard, six backcourt guys. I, I like what you're thinking so far. I'm going six front court guys. You know LeBron's gonna get voted in. Yes. Uh, Jokic is gonna Jokic is gonna be there. Anthony Davis, whether he's voted in or not, there's definitely been an all-star this year. Uh, Zion Williamson, the Pelicans are the best cool. team in the West. 
he'll be there. That's four front court guys. Leaves two spots. I think Paul George gets in. I'm, I'm hoping they have him as a – I don't know. He's probably going to be in as a forward, as a front court player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Paul George is five. I think that last spot comes down to Jaron Jackson Jr. and Laurie Marketing. I don't think Kawhi is oh, wow. getting in. It's no way. It's no way Kawhi Leonard is going to be all. He's missed so too he much time. Missed too much time, and he ain't done nothing. So he's not going to get voted in. Like nobody's voting for Kawhi in. Um. So I think that it. I think that last spot comes down to Jaron or Laurie Markman. I can't. Carl Anthony That's Towns, it. yes, for name value, but he's having all year. That team is isn't good. They're like ninth in the West right now. Well, by the time we get to All Star, he will have missed a significant portion of time himself. Yeah, that, uh, exactly. He's missed a lot of time. Right. Exactly. I'm telling you, man, I, I see a scenario where Jaron Jackson Jr. is an all-star this year. And de- defensive player of the year, I think he's solidified that. I think he's the favorite for that right now. And if you look at the uh, numbers, I don't know what FanDuel and things like that have it as now. But at the beginning of the season, like, that Jaron Jackson money is a payday if you bet for him to be uh, defensive player of the year. So I hope to – shout out to the people who did that for sure. But, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to call it, man. I'm calling Jaron's going to be an all-star this year. Well, damn, and when you break it down like that, and the idea that it might be him or marketing, you know, it does feel a lot more. Yeah, because that's a lot I, mean, more I might be leaving somebody out, man. If I'm leaving the front that's court. All, I'm looking through the West right, and I'm like kind of looking up and down the Draymond West. Draymond Green, and, hell no. Not, nah, that was last, that's, huh. last year was the last one on that one. What He was injured, but, yeah, he was selected. Um, Yeah, that's done. Go Bear. No, right? No way, boy. No way. He no was way they last year. That would be, that would open up another slot. Because no he won last year. Because you got to remember, you're talking about coaches vote. The coaches are going to vote, okay, what, what dude has been giving us hell? What dude are we game planning around? You know what I mean? Yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr., but defensively is – and if you look at those raw de- those defensive numbers, bro, like his on-off numbers and how, where where we've gone since he's gotten on this, gotten involved this season. Yeah. Bro, like that's – the coaches know that type of stuff. You know what I mean? So – yeah, there's no way they like Gobert is gonna get in. No way, cat. I'm telling you, man. J- I feel like this is gonna be the year that Jaron Jackson Jr. is gonna. Wouldn't that one go with somebody like Sabonis or somebody off that Sacramento team riding the urn with the? I, I don't have. They wouldn't go with Sabonis or somebody like that off of the. Uh, I would. Uh, Mont- I would protest. No way in the world. I'd protest, man. Instead of uh, De'Aaron, I'm. Just, I'm. Just, we're, I'm, we're gonna I'm, be when these votes start coming out, and by the time they're done voting, which which is like sometime in February. Yeah, we we might have the best record in the West. We probably will have the best record in the West. So yeah, man, I'm sign me up for. Let me buy all that Jaron Jackson Jr. All Stars. You might you might go and order my jersey. You might have talked me into it with that him or marking in there for the maybe that last spot. I might be leaving somebody out, man. If if y'all are listening, if I'm leaving somebody out, hit us up on Twitter. Let me know who it is that you think that that was going to get in front of Jaron. But if Jaron's averaging 18, 19 points a game and looking like the defensive player of the year. That's playing, pretty strong on the, playing on the one, yeah, playing on one of the top two, three, maybe best team in the West, maybe best team in the NBA because we ain't far behind uh, Boston. Like we're like we're like up there with them now. You know what I mean? They've lost two straight games. So hey, you can't tell me that it's not a case for Jaron Jackson Jr. Though. No man, I mean you might you, you again. He's got to keep it up, and that's the thing. Um, but yeah. but you might be on to something. You might be on yeah. to something. Son. For sure, man, for sure. And then another thing, too, that's going to help Jaron, he's got a guy who's a leading vote-getter type guy in a John Morant who, if you're voting for Jaw, you might be voting for Jaron, too. So I'm not saying he's going to get voted in. That kind of stuff matters when it comes down to, like, tiebreakers and stuff like that. Like, they look at, like, what your overall votes were. So 
I'm I'm gonna call it, man. Jaron's gonna be an all-star this year. I I feel it. I feel it, man. I feel it for sure. But uh speaking of Jaron Jackson Jr., speaking of feeling things, I don't know what they gotta do with each other, but I just put them together. But uh <laughs> but it's the time of the show. Well, we wrap it up and we tell you guys who brought the seasoning. Uh since the last time we talked, the Grizzlies played two games since the last time we had a conversation. I put a poll up on Twitter today, and the people they spoke loudly. Uh, Jason Smith, they spoke loudly about who they thought uh, brought the season in today. Let me confirm this. What the people say, Sam? The people said, man, let me tell you what the people said. The people said that Jaron Jackson Jr. brought the season in last year with 76% of the vote. Tyus Jones got 13%. Santi Aldama gave 7%. And Dylan Brooks rounded up with 4%. Had around 200 votes, 198 votes. So, Jaron Jackson Jr. ran away with it. I'm going to go first, Jason Smith, and I'm going to say that I agree with the people, man. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with what they said at all. Jaron Jackson Jr. had two big games, blocking shots everywhere. Last game was just, hey, man, had a lazy eight blocks in 25 minutes, sitting on the sideline eating popcorn and chicken tenders and all that type of stuff. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Doing the bottle flip on the sideline, all that type of stuff. Thinking about his next fit. Shout out to Jared too, man, with the clothing line thing he got going on, man. I gotta give you some some trip, some trip J clothes, man. I, I, I gotta grab me some of that, man. Uh, for sure. But um, I'm going Jaron. Uh, and I'm gonna put this little spin on it too. I'm gonna do a little crowd source to see what y'all think about this one, man. All right. We doing, you know, I normally equate it to some type of seasoning. I try to or something like that. This is what mm-hmm. we're gonna do for Jaron this week, man. He's called the Block Panther, right? Yeah. So we're going to take that BP from Block Panther. He's the Black Pepper this week, man. That's the, what he is as far as, as far as seasoning is concerned. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's that strong. If, 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 if whatever you make it, you got to have, you got to throw that Black Pepper now, man. It's just, if you got the macaroni and cheese, man, you just uh, uh, hit it with that Black Pepper. You know how you know how you do it. Yes. You got the good eggs. You got to, ooh, I, got, I, I, I just got to see that Black Pepper on there. I don't even know what it tastes like. I just got to see them. Black pepper sprinkles, man. So Jaron, for sure, he he's my guy this week for bringing the season. I think he's probably the right pick. I think the fans have probably chosen correctly here. I, mm-hmm. I'll be a little different. I, I'm taking the guy. Uh, sound like he finished second in the, in the poll. Uh, Tyus Stones Jones, just what he's what he's given this team. We mentioned the stat earlier uh, that the Grizzlies had after last night uh, as a starter. Now five starts this year. He's at twenty point six points, so basically twenty one points per game. 8.4 assists, had the 22 and 11. Uh, that was a season high, 11 assists in the win over Atlanta where he started mm-hmm. and goes four, seven from three, super efficient. Then goes, you know, coming off the bench against Detroit, playing behind Ja, gives you the 10 points, the seven assists, the six rebounds, super efficient play. Um, his, his three 20 and 10 assist games have all come this year. So, again, after a slow start, he's playing at a real high level. And I can't wait to see him again once that second unit sort of settles down. He's got Conchar and Aldama relatively regularly to go with whatever, whether it's Bain he's playing with or Dylan Brooks. Um, Just seeing that second unit with him sort of settle down and maybe, I think, have a chance Mm -hmm. to become one of the best uh, bench units in the league. So my my seasoning goes to the uh, consistent play of Tyus Stones and – yeah, man, it's a little a little bit of salt and a little bit of pepper, as you know, on, on, on tires, man. You gotta man. have it, man. You gotta yeah. have it. A little bit, little yeah, bit like of everything. I, I don't knock that at all because seeing tires wake up like that, that's big. You know, if, if, to see tires, because he was struggling for sure, and to see him come around 
That's definitely that's major for sure. The the other thing he's doing, and I know we talk about already the relationship that that Kennedy has with yeah. Ja, and it's a yeah. strong one. And clearly, Ja has his wing around Kennedy Chandler. But man, mm-hmm. when you got a, a pro like Tyus in the organization, yeah. as well, it's just another guy that Kennedy can look to and learn. Okay, this is this is how this this is how uh, you got to do yeah. it if you're if you're going to be a pros pro. If I'm going to back up Ja Morant. Uh, no better guy to learn from right now yeah. than than Tyus Jones. So again, it, it's it's great in terms of uh you know shepherding your 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 young point, mm-hmm. your young future backup point guard that eventually yeah man yeah man. I mean you'll you'll have him on a rookie deal behind Ja and and you're able to spend right. you know that Tyus money elsewhere. And I'll say this: kudos to Tyus again, man, because we're kind of talking around it, but let's just be honest about it. It's different. It's the difference between Ja saying I'm gonna take this, I'm gonna take my guy Kennedy under my wing. Cause Ja ain't never worried about Kennedy taking his minutes, you know. What I mean, like he'll never replace him. But Tyus Jones, Tyus Jones stepping up and mentoring Kennedy Chandler, and like really being a big brother for him. Yeah, like that dude's that dude. You're training your your replacement, man, in the work world. You know, you have you you have people come in. That's good. Hey, Songs, I need you to train him. Do you look up and the person who trained you got fired, and now yep. you're doing his job. Like that's what that's what we know is going to happen with Tyus and Kennedy, and for Tyus to have the professionalism. To uh to put all those things to the side and realize you know this guy's gonna replace me one day. Let me just be the best teammate and just the best pro man I can be. Pros pro to help him along the way. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Tyus, man, for sure. So like I said, I get it. I get it. I'm not mad at all. Well, uh, Jason, we're about to wrap this one up. Um, we plan on having another show this week. Don't know what next week's gonna look like though. Just gonna be honest with y'all. But we do appreciate you guys for listening to us here on Grind Season. You guys can listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether it's on the free Odyssey app. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Shopify, Black Planet, whatever you're doing. <laughs> if they got a, if they got something for podcasts, search it. Search Grind Season. And I did see that you do have to type in SZN. You can't type in the word season. But if you type in Grind SZN, you should be able to find us wherever you are. I think some of these people kind of putting Grind Season in their in algorithms too, man. So they'll, they love stuff will pop up. Have you noticed that? Well, they don't, yeah, man, I ain't, I ain't gonna call nobody I mean, out on that. Like that. I, ain't, no. I ain't gonna call nobody out, bro. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just search Grind Season, you'll find us. Make sure you guys uh subscribe for Jason Smith. This is Anthony the same. We will see y'all next time, and we out. <laughs>